You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. QL Network. Joe O. Joe G. With you on a Wednesday. Coming up 20 minutes from now. Our lightning bets, and of course, we're brought to you by BetMGM. So. Bunch of good bowl games today. We got more towards the rest of the week. But we also have some NFL stuff that we just kind of wanted to hit on here. There's a a lot. I mean, we got a lot of stuff at stake Mm -hmm. here, Joe, for week 17 and beyond. Quickly, I don't don't think any of us are going to believe him at his word. Doug Peterson did say they will play full. They will play all out to win this game against the Texans. I do think, you know, last year, this year, if my memory serves, the extra game has added a weird element to the season where you get these kind of like motivation down the stretch. I feel like adding the extra game has kind of changed the thought process for some of these teams. Excuse me. I think it's a good thing for the NFL, right? TV, more betting, all that. But, I mean, we may get a lot of games next week where both teams just lie down. If the Giants and Eagles win this week, that game becomes an exhibition next week. Nobody's playing. Yeah, and that's, that's the case every year. When we had 17 weeks, that was going on, right? And that's why they had all the games going at the exact same time outside of one. Right. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. But, you know, there are also some other ones flying under the radar that we're not probably talking enough about. Tennessee, Jacksonville, everybody's discussing that motivational factor. What about teams that just got in and they're not winning their division? Oh, I don't know, like your Chargers. What's the motivation for them in the last two games? Are you trying to maneuver things? How about San Francisco with Debo, who's kind of close? But do you want them out there in a game that doesn't mean a whole lot? And that's fascinating because we've talked about, are you sure you want the two? Wouldn't you prefer the three? I know well, it could mean an extra home game down the road. Like th- There's a lot of different stuff going on. Two versus three used to be a clear line of demarcation, the bye. Now, if mm-hmm. the Eagles beat the Saints on Sunday, Minshew or Hurts, whatever, right? If you're the Niners and the Vikings, does it matter to you? Like when you get to next week, does it matter? I don't think it matters because you're playing the next week anyway. Like next week is almost your bye week if you're the Niners and the Vikings. Week 18 becomes your bye week because you're playing the next week regardless if you're the two or three seed. Yep. Changes everything. Would you rather face the Giants or maybe the Packers or the Lions? That's what I keep going back to. I, I think it's a no-brainer. If the Giants are the six, I want to face a six. But is that worth, like, all right, if you're the Niners, next week they're going to host, I think, a division game. They'll play someone in the division, right? Probably the Rams or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, or the Cardinals. If you're, play, if you're playing next week and you're already down to Brock Purdy, is it worth playing for the two or the three? Like, you can't no, get Brock I'll Purdy hurt. Three. Now we're on I'll Josh Johnson. Yeah. I'm fine with the three. Let's go. Um, so there's going to be a lot of that over the next couple of weeks. It makes it tough on betters. It's really tough. And we have the entire season as a sample size now, so these lines are tighter than any other point. So it's of course. it's a guessing game. Not as much of a guessing game as it, as it is in college right now, but uh, there is a bit of a guessing game. And, yeah, Doug Peterson comes out. Everybody's playing. Yeah, okay, Doug. We've seen your act. 
I know all you guys lie for a living, but no, no thanks. I'm not buying anything that you're saying. You're an idiot if everybody's playing. I'm sorry. Well, Doug's a now, bad liar. That's part of it. Please, you experience that. It, it, does he smirk when he does it? Because we just see the the tweets at this point. Yeah, he just he can't lie. Like he'll just he'll get defensive or he'll so he'll, he'll go over the top. Like of course we're playing everyone. We play to win every game. Well, Doug, you don't. I mean, this, you don't really have to win this game. Like everyone knows the reality. Are you of a this. bad liar? Are you a bad liar in your um, in life? Yeah, like I'm a bad liar to people I know. Like if you put me on the phone with a stranger and like say like. Tell, tell him your car broke down. Like I could do that without, a, it's not a big deal, right? Like, but I can't lie to yeah. people I know that that's hard. I'm a terrible liar. And I, so I hate doing it. I know they see right through me. So, I mean, I'm, I joke a lot and you know, I pull pranks or whatever. I lie about situations like that around the house, but that's different. Like if, yeah. a, if it's a serious thing, I'm trying to get away with something. I'm awful at it. And I just don't want to do it anyways. Some people lie, do it all the time. Just yeah. constant lies. Weird. Living a lie, all sorts of stuff going on. All right. Uh, we, we usually talk about stat leaders on Wednesday. And I know you're not going to be here tomorrow. I thought it's interesting because usually one of our favorite stat leader conversations is about interception leader. And a lot of times, usually at this point in the season, the players that have a ton of interceptions are benched at this point because they stink right the coaches right. aren't going to stand for it but there is a new interception leader and he's probably going to play the last two games because i don't know what else they end up doing after his terrible game on saturday night Derek carr is now the interception leader and he is someone that we talked about a lot because of the bad ball rate and they were going to keep passing the ball and wow um i'm i'm surprised that we got here you could have gotten a good number on him in recent weeks. And Carr has the fifth highest bad ball rate in the NFL. Let's see. Who's he behind? Zach Wilson, not playing. Mariota, not playing. There's Davis Mills. Carson Wentz, now he is playing. Get those interception props ready. And, uh, and then there's Carr fifth. Well, he has the sixth highest interception percentage, right? That, that's, so he's throwing a lot of – it's not just like accidents. He's, he's throwing a lot per, per – um, intercept per pass he throws but how about this joe add to this he plays the niners defense on sunday probably man for man the best defense in the nfl if he throws two more does he seal it he'll have he'll have he has 14 right now who's the next closest to him well mills Allen? is a second favorite mills is a second favorite at plus two one back one back right josh allen Where's he? Two back, one back. He's one back. Four to one, Josh Allen. Dak? It's got to be a drop-off. Drop He's not going to play the 14. final week, right? They're, they're like they have nothing to okay. play for. Burrow? Two back, though. Right now we're going to the guys that have 12. Right? Prescott and Burrow have 12. Carr is 14. And Burrow's 20 to one. So that makes sense. And after that, it would go down 100 to 1. It's like Cousins and Fields. What? How far back is Fields? Fields is – he has only has 10. He's four interceptions behind. No, and Cousins is how many back? It's got to be a, a bunch, right? Mahomes, Rodgers. Cousins is ele- has 11. He's three behind. I actually think Burrow's not a cra- – Burrow and Allen are a crazy plays. Like, Burrow's got to play the next two weeks, right, to win that division. Most likely against the Ravens and the Bills. 
Yeah. Does Josh Allen have to play? To get the one, is he going to have to play? Probably. Probably. Uh, right now we're looking at – yeah, they're not clear, right? They're tied, yes. If, they're, if they stay tied with the Chiefs, they're going to get the one, but they're not one game clear. Yeah. It's interesting. You know what's weird about the, the way these tiebreakers are working at, Joe? We could have a lot of five and six seeds sit their quarterbacks down next week, but potential one and two and three seeds play. Right, like That's Jack true. Prescott, Justin Herbert could sit next week. They're, Daniel Jones could sit next week. They're locked in to the five or six seed. Meanwhile, we're going to see Josh Allen play next week to get the one? That's weird. It's almost like, you know, I mentioned yeah. earlier the 18 games changed. I actually think this, the only one bye has thrown all this off. That's what the difference is. It, it's yeah. changed the final week of the season a lot. I don't know how the league's going to feel about it. Right now they're happy, but if they get into a situation where unintended consequence is that one of the Super Bowl contenders loses their starting quarterback, maybe an MVP contender, I don't know that they're going to be happy with that, that decision at that point. Right. These mediocre teams that are going to be bounced early in the playoffs, like they're resting their quarterback, but the, the top ones are not resting. Are any of the stat leader categories besides interception, are they, are they all still up to bet on? Or have they taken some of these down? I think the majority are still available. Uh, let me let me double check. So passing touchdown leader. Yeah, I mean, that's minus 2,000 and still available to bet with Mahomes. So they're keeping everything up. One of the closest ones is going to be receiving touchdowns leader. Have you looked at that one? Kelsey and Devontae yeah. Adams are tied at 12. That's a good one. And so they've got Devontae as a slight favorite at BetMGM. No, I'm sorry. It's Kelsey as a slight favorite. Minus 115. They just moved the juice here. Minus 105 for Devontae. How far back is AJ? Two. Okay. They put him at two. They put Diggs and AJ Brown at 22 to 1. I actually kind of think the Diggs one has some legs. He could have a three oh, we touchdown might see a game. Shootout. Yeah, we might see a shootout on Monday. And sure. you mentioned the Bengals without their top corner. I mean, they survived without him for a long time. But couldn't you see Diggs being in the lead when we get to the start of next week with three on Monday night? Sure. Sure. That's not a bad play at all. I don't hate the A.J. Brown one, but he probably sits the final week. So he's going to lose a game. And like we said, I yeah, that's – I don't think it's a bad idea to – Take some good numbers on Bills players if you think they're going to play week 18 mm-hmm. for the one seed. I think the only way that doesn't happen is if the Broncos upset the uh, Chiefs. Yeah. Then, then, the Beng- then the Bills could clinch the one on Monday night, but I don't think that's happening. That doesn't feel right. like it's going to happen. Right. What, um, there's all sorts of reporting going on with Sean Payton. I think this is really interesting and I don't know why but it's it kind of feels like it's been underreported all season everybody knows he's going back to the league and now there's this chatter that he can go back to New Orleans and you just move Dennis Allen back to the defensive coordinator isn't that if you're going so I, I hear all these different scenarios and part of me is like why would you want to go 
to that division? Why would you want to face Mahomes twice a week and that's the team you're chasing? Why do you want to go to the NFC West? Arizona's a consideration. That was a report yesterday. Why would you want to go to the NFC West and face Shanahan and that juggernaut twice a year? That's the team you're chasing. Going back to New Orleans, it's not crazy. And he gets his year off, and everything is set in place. He's got to figure out the quarterback position. But the biggest reason that you go there is because the division sucks, right? <laughs> and, you're, and you're back home, and maybe you're bringing Brady from another team in the division. Well, that could be. And you know what else you don't have to do? Because the Saints still hold his rights. So let's say he goes to Arizona or Denver. They have to trade picks for him. The Saints aren't going to give him for free. So that wherever he goes next, if it's not New Orleans, will be in a disadvantageous spot. They'll have given away picks to get him. I, I thought Herbert and the Chargers were a, li- a very likely spot. But they're not going to fire Staley off of making the playoffs. No. That, I saw that report, too. But if you can get Sean Payton, like the problem with the Chargers is the offensive coordinator, the biggest problem in health. But if you can pair Payton and Herbert, that is – if I get a commitment that Peyton's going to coach like five years, I would do that. What if you go one and done in the playoffs? Okay, you sneak in. You had an easy schedule at the very end. You think you pass on Sean Payton because of that? Probably not. It just doesn't feel like they're going to do it. But, I mean, your, your point I, is yeah. crazy. And now, if they go, I wonder if they went on a run. Could they still pull it off? Probably not, right? If, Trump, if uh, they win a no. game, no. It's not happening. I also wonder with the Chargers how much there's some acrimony in the ownership group, like all the siblings, and I just don't know how that plays Money. into everything. Money, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I keep hearing the reports about Denver, and Troy Aikman came out and said that Sean Payton's in the driver's seat for that job. I would not have any interest if I'm Sean Payton in that gig. You're stuck. Nope. You have no picks and no quarterback. And do we know if the GM knows what he's doing? He, he traded for Russell Wilson and paid him. I don't trust that guy. And he got the vote of confidence based on what? I mean, he's had good drafts. I mean, he, he built that defense. Like, he made one major misstep, which is enough to cost you your job. It's the misstep you can't make. But, like, he body must. of work, he's done pretty well. But you can't erase this albatross hanging over the entire franchise. Yeah. Um, what about Dallas? I mean, it's what we've heard about for forever now. Our entire lives almost. <laughs> Jump and go to Dallas. Does it take them losing to the NFC South, though? If McCarthy wins a playoff game and gets the division around, I don't think he's fired. They get Jerry. blown out in the divisional round. It's Jerry's guy. Maybe. Do they still have a good relationship, Jerry and Sean? I would think. Jerry's getting – got to think about these old owners, too. Like these Jerry Jones, these Stephen Rosses, these guys are in their 80s. Like they're, they're wild cards at this point. They'll do whatever. Mike McCarthy going to win me a Super Bowl before I die? No. Sean Payton might. That should be the press conference when he opens it up when they introduce Sean Payton. Was <laughs> Mike McCarthy going to win me a Super Bowl before I die? Nope. Well, really, I mean, we, we always say Jerry, and I understand why, but is he making all the decisions? It doesn't seem like he, like he has the same control that he once did maybe not but if the panthers upset them in the first round mccarthy's not even allowed on the team playing home they'll have sean payton introduced the next day and that will be the next day lightning bets coming to you right next right here on the becky wall network